Ernest, what's up? Look, I want to put you on to something that's been making waves in the personal finance world. If you've been relying on Mint to manage your finances, I got some news that might startle you at first. Mint is no more. But hold on, because every cloud has its silver lining. And in this case, that lining is Monarch Money. For those of us searching for a robust, user-friendly alternative, Monarch Money is stepping up to the plate. And from personal experience, it's hitting a home run. Let's get personal for a moment. Managing finances can be a maze of confusion, stress, and time consumption. Believe me, I've been there, jumping from one finance app to another, hoping to find that one platform that simplifies everything. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design transformed my approach to managing finances. What truly sets Monarch apart for me, though, is its collaboration feature. With money being a top Discord trigger for many couples, the ability to seamlessly manage finances with my wife has been a game changer. No extra costs, just shared goals and clarity. But Monarch isn't just about managing your current finances, it's about building your future. Saving for that dream house, your wedding, or a once in a lifetime vacation becomes not just a possibility, but a reality with Monarch's intuitive tools. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal held it as the best app for savings growth. Monarch Money represents the next evolution in personal finance apps. It's an ad-free haven where your experience is the priority, constantly refined based on real user feedback. It's everything we've been asking for, intuitive, powerful, and relentlessly focused on user satisfaction. Now, for a bit more practicality, Monarch makes transitioning from Mint a breeze ensuring you can bring all your tags and categories with you. It's intuitive design, customization options, and commitment to privacy and an ad-free experience make it stand out in the sea of competitors. Look, after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash leisure. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash leisure for your extended 30-day free trial. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Ernest, what's up? Look, today I want to talk to you about something that's been on my mind, a real weight on my shoulders. You know, we all have these moments, big or small, that just stick with us. When we don't talk about these things, then they can start to affect our lives in unexpected ways. That's why having a space to express these feelings is so important. I know firsthand the benefits of therapy. It's been transformative for my friends and family. Therapy can help you learn crucial skills like setting boundaries and developing coping strategies. It's not just about dealing with major events. It's also about enhancing your day-to-day -day life, allowing you to become the best version of yourself. So if you've been thinking about therapy, BetterHelp can be a great option for you. It's entirely online, which makes it super convenient and adaptable to your busy schedule. You start by filling out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can even switch therapists at any time if you feel the need without any additional costs. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash EarnYourLeisure today to get 10% off your first month. Remember, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash earn your leisure don't wait don't hesitate head over there now yes yeah, so let's get into this we're going to bring my brother jose rodriguez on and this is something that you know a lot of people have been asking about for a long time and um surprisingly enough 
is one of these things that, um, you know, we've talked about business. We talked about credit a few times, but or earn your leashes platform, as far as like the podcast, you know, we haven't really talked about business credit too much. And um, I feel like we haven't even spoken about credit that much. We had a few episodes about credit, but the last episode that we had about credit was a year ago. About yeah, we that was like 13 yeah, months ago, yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah. When Jose came on, that was a big episode for us. So I felt like it would it would be a good time to revisit that conversation starting 2022 off right, um, headed into the second quarter to talk about business credit, talk about personal credit. And there's a lot of different things that's going on in the credit space. I just reported on something today as far as, you know, um, banks allowing people to pay their rent with credit cards and yeah, things of that nature. That's, that's interesting. So it's, it's a lot going on. But Jose, what's going on, brother? Hey guys, what's going on, man? Can you hear me good? Yeah, yeah. perfect. Let me turn my volume up a little bit. Yeah, 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 man. How's yeah, it? You good? You good? How's it going? Awesome, good, man. I appreciate you guys, man. Appreciate, uh, appreciate you guys having me back on. Nah, nah, no yeah. problem, man. I feel like we haven't seen you in so long, but that was just early this month when we were, we were together. <laughs> yeah, 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 yep, yep. Yeah, when I told my wife, I said, "Yeah, we got Jose tonight for open enrollment." She was just like, "He's just one of the nicest people in the world." Yeah. I was like, awesome, "Yeah, he's he top five, maybe not." He might be top two, maybe not two, just most genuine people we I've ever met. So salute Thank you, bro. I appreciate that, man. It means a lot. I see the new merch going off too. Oh, we got cash, debt, cash, yeah. debit, Amex. Give me that. Amex. Don't use cash. Don't use debit. Use the Amex and then the business credit veteran hat. You know, since I'm in the military, promote business credit. So I figure I switch it up a little bit. Five star general. I like it. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Um, so yeah, anybody that's not familiar with Jose, he's been on our platform a variety of different times from EYL University to the podcast to, uh, recently just did Ash Cash's show inside the vault. Mm -hmm. Um, and then of course, you know, he's been working with DJ Envy and Caesar for a long time doing, um, real estate seminars with them, MG, the mortgage guy, the whole crew. Um, so yeah, you know, an expert in the field. As Troy said, definitely one of the nicest people, but one of the most knowledgeable people as well. So, you know, it's definitely uh, one of these topics that you can never cover enough credit. And it's something that, you know, we talk about stocks every single week, literally. So we talk about credit maybe a couple of times a year. Mm -hmm. So anytime we get a chance to talk about credit, it's something that, you know, is extremely beneficial because nobody knows it all, including myself, you know, yeah. as far as, especially on the business credit side, but even on the personal credit side, there's so much stuff that changes so many different, you know, um, new rules, regulations, different agencies, bureaus, how to check your credit, how not to get, um, you know, your credit identity taken mm -hmm. and um, that can ruin your credit. How to leverage it, how to use it in the business name. Like we're doing these things in real time, but we're learning from experts like Jose. So that's, that's, that's why it's important. Yeah, extremely important. So, um, so yeah, so I'll just give the quick rundown then we can just get into it. So uh, th what this is, we do this once a month and uh, it's called open enrollment. So EYL University is a platform that we started and that is our like private school as far as the education is concerned. Obviously everybody knows what we do. We're earning your leisure, Market Mondays, podcasts, Instagram, all that stuff every day free. But uh, EYL University is offline and that's hands-on. It's 12,000 um, students in there, earners in there. And that's, we got a book club, movie club. I do my financial planning calls. MG does bi-weekly real estate calls. And um, one of the things that we have is we have weekly classes where it's a more hands-on approach like Zoom where people get to ask questions and, you know, interact and different things of that nature. So we have what's called open enrollment to show people like what EYL University is all about. 
And we do that the last Wednesday of the month. So the last Wednesday of the month is that, you know, we just pick a different topic. We've done real estate, we've done um, stock charts, options, you know, we've done pretty much everything with mm-hmm. these open enrollments, mm-hmm. but we haven't done really credit. So this is this is what this is gonna be. Um, so we'll go over this. We, we can talk about EYL University a little bit more in detail later on. I will drop the link for anybody that wants to join EYL University. Um, but yeah, I don't even want to waste too much time. I want to just get into it. And I know Jose got a lot to talk about. Um, so yeah, yeah, let's 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 get hey, it. Hey, we forgot to mention that Jose is actually a professor oh, yeah. at EYL University, one of our prestigious tenured. prestigious, a tenured professor. Tenured uh, professor. He's just that good. Yes, yes, yes. So Jose, the, the floor is yours, brother. Awesome, man. Thank you guys. Uh, once again, I appreciate you guys. Earn Your Leisure is definitely, um, you know, a platform that, you know, you guys having me on it, educating it, on it. I really appreciate it. And uh, the honor uh, to be on here to, to, to give people knowledge on a personal and business credit, man. I, I look forward to uh, changing some lives today, man. So let's get into it. Uh, those of you guys that, that don't know me, my name is the credit dude, Jose Rodriguez. I served my country in the Marine Corps, and now I'm serving the community through credit. I own a company called Got Credit because, you know, uh, we're, we're more than just a credit repair company. It's, 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 there's a lot of power, as you guys can see, in education and in, in actual knowledge. <clears throat> and the thing is, is it's not so much knowing how to fix your credit. It's, it's, I believe there's more power in learning what to do when you fix your credit and when you get your credit to a certain point. Um, and, and that's what I'm here to teach you guys. You know what I mean? I think that a lot of people don't realize that even with a 680, 700 credit score, you can make a lot of money or you can start a business. You can still work your nine to five um, and you can still do a lot of damage. And, and, I, and I think that one of the things that I, I really want people to understand is you don't need a perfect credit score. Like you don't need an 800. Stop chasing the, you know, I, I make a joke all the time with the new balances. You know, you put the new balances on, you got an 850. The thing is, is you don't need an 850, an 800, even a 750 to really take your, your life to the next level. And the reason why is, is because there's something called business credit. And, and business credit is one of those things where a lot of people may not understand it, but it's really easier than you think. But I always tell people in order to truly understand business credit, you do have to have your personal credit on point. Because this is the thing, how do you expect to manage business credit? How do you expect to still pay a credit card or or pay an auto loan on the business side, a line of credit, an SBA loan, or things like that, if you're ignoring your personal credit. And, 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 and so it's like, get your personal credit to a point where it's good, and then just use it, and then just leave it. You know, just leave it alone, and use that to leverage more business credit. And, and so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over some topics today, guys. Uh, I, have a, I have some PowerPoints, but, but I really want you guys and everybody watching to realize, like, what, what can a business credit card do? The thing is, you guys all know Earn Your Leisure does, you know, you guys do events everywhere. You know what I mean? You guys are, are, are not even nationally, you, you guys all over the world. You know what I mean? So it's like, imagine not having the money right now to join uh, or, or, or buy a course that you guys offer um, or attend an event that you guys are throwing. But imagine if you throw, a, imagine if you open up an LLC for the simple purpose of education, and that could be your business. Your business is you're educating yourself and who knows what could happen when you attend an earn your leisure event. But if you don't, if you didn't start that business, then you were afraid to find that perfect LLC and that perfect business, you're going to be missing out on opportunities that could you could have had if you would attend an event, a mastermind. And that's the thing is you having a business doesn't necessarily mean you have to have all this income coming in. You can still open up an LLC and reap the rewards of 
meeting meeting people in certain rooms. You know what I mean? And and that is the thing is where I want to just touch base with you guys today. Uh, I'm going to share my screen. That's cool, right? To share my screen a little bit. Yeah, I think you got permission to do it right now. All right, cool. So, um, all right, guys. So, got credit. Follow me on Instagram. You know, earn your leisure hashtag the biggest. All right. So, um, when you guys come in here, so I always tell people, remember why you're here. Remember why, like, remember why you're a part of EYL. Um, and more importantly, you guys can see me good or see this, this screen good. Yeah, you're good. Okay. Uh, remember, remember why you guys are here and remember why you guys are doing everything uh, with attending these, these types of, of, of YouTube videos, right? It's, it's really to become the person in your family that changes the way everyone moves and you yeah, can okay. do it. Can you go full screen for us? That would be great. Full screen? Okay, let me yeah, see. Yeah. Let me see. All right, my bad. Share screen. There you go. Okay, desktop. How's that? Um, I mean, it's, it's all good. It's still like the, 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 the not the full thing, but it's, it's all right. We, we, we manage it. Let me see. Yeah, I think if you hit the presentation thing at the top. I gotcha. Yeah, this yeah. is this is this is the part that uh my VP does usually. I don't usually do uh, <laughs> this type of stuff. Yeah, click. This, this, this is the marine inside of me. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, hold on a second. Let me see. If bar, I, I might have clicked like slide, slideshow. All right, slide. Yeah, I don't have like a present thing or anything like that. It's what it's I always. It's all, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. All right. Let me go back to Zoom. Sorry about that, guys. This is sometimes why I don't do the PowerPoints because it's like it throws me off a little bit. All right. And all right. So the thing is, guys, when it comes to your credit, um, I always tell people, re remember why you're doing it. And remember, the, the most important thing is it's not about yourself. Like, you should never look at credit and, and kind of be selfish. You should always look at credit as a as a as a as a as something bigger, like for your kids and for your grandkids, right? Um, and the goal is to make a business so that you can buy your time back with your family and become the best person you can be. Now, this is the thing. If it wasn't for credit, it, it, it kind of goes along with everything. If you have bad credit, if you have late payments, maxed out credit cards, collection charge-offs, you can typically look at the rest of your life and be like, something else just isn't right. You know what I mean? So as, if you get your, your, your credit right, Usually start going to the gym, you start buying better clothes, you start looking a little bit different, you start walking a little bit different. And, and that's the true power in, in something just some, something simple as credit. You really start to move different, man. And, and, and a lot of people are afraid of those store cards. But if you have good credit, you can afford maybe a little bit of, of, of to look a little bit better, not more expensive clothes. Right. But just have a better outfit so that when you go to a, a networking event or whatever the case is. It, it, it's, it's really, it's really all about mindset too. You know what I mean? Um, I always tell people cash is king, but credit is the queen. And we all know who runs the castle, right? At, at the end of the day, the queen runs the castle. And, and a lot of people think that cash is king, uh, which it is, right? It is king, but it, it is easier to obtain $100,000 in credit cards than it is to save $100,000 in cash. And that's a fact. I, I, I'll, I'll, I can bet or, or, or do a versus with anybody on that, Dave Ramsey, whoever the case is, right? It is a lot easier to, to, to build $100,000 in credit than it is to save. So the goal is, is always to have 45 credit cards that each have twenty dollars to $30,000 credit limits, and that'll completely change your life. Why? Because now you have that $100,000 to start your business, to retire your mom, 
to, to hire your wife and, and to do so many things that I'm, I did the same thing. You know what I mean? Like retire my wife, retire my mom, right? Uh, my brothers work for me, like my whole family, like you put, you put everybody on and it all started with credit. And it, and it really started happening when I started doing a lot of business credit. You know what I mean? So just remember guys that, that, that there's a lot of power in credit. All right. Two things real quick that I always want to go over because I do want people to understand that when it comes to your credit, if you're late, that can affect up to 192.5 points. And if you max out your credit cards, that's 165 points. I made a post on this the other day on Instagram. So if you max out a credit card and you're late, that can affect your credit score about 350 points. You know what I mean? So make sure that you guys are still keeping that down. And, and, and this is why business credit is so powerful. And I'm gonna, show, I'm gonna tell you guys why. All right, number, number this slide right here. Um, make sure you guys are monitoring your credit. Uh, you can go to gotcreditmonitoring.com to go ahead and monitor your credit for like 20 bucks a month. That's your personal credit, okay? The business, there's nav.com, which I've talked about a lot. You wanna get the business boost one and then DMB, which is free to get your Duns number, all right? So guys, I know I, know I went a little quick there, but the thing is, is you, you have to realize that one, how credit works and, and, and you always have to always, always, always have to remember that a credit score is, in, is, is pretty much based on what you do on your credit. So if you're maxing out credit cards, if you're always late, if, if you're not paying on time, that is ultimately going to hurt your credit. You know what I mean? And, and, and if you can't get that part down on the personal side, then when it comes to the business side, you're, you're going to think that doesn't matter. But maintaining on-time payments, guys, is key. And the easiest way you guys can do that is put everything on auto page. One of the things that my mom first taught me when I got out the Marines is put everything on auto pay. doesn't matter if it's a $25 payment or if it's a $1,000 payment. Put everything on auto pay and you can never be late, right? So people are like, oh, how do I prevent charge-offs? Well, prevent late payments. How do I prevent late payments? Prevent a late payment by putting everything on auto pay. You know what I mean? So it all starts with your habits in the beginning to, so that way you never get to, the, to, to, the, to the, the worst part possible, which is a charge-off, collection, judgment, and then you got to hire people like me to help you out. But instead, if you teach your kids about automatic payments, your grandkids, your cousins, your niece, like you could really change a lot of lives just with the auto payment and, and, and it's free. All right. So as you guys know, there's been a lot of changes in the credit world and the credit space and things like that. Uh, one of the biggest ones, guys, that we've seen this year, which which is pretty crazy. And I actually like it. A lot of people don't like it um, because it obviously if they do credit repair, it's going to it's going to affect their business. The thing is, guys, as of July of 2022, this is probably the biggest update as of July of 2022. Paid medical collection accounts are going to come off the credit. OK, this is big. This is a lot of what I see when people hire us. They're like, yeah, I paid a collection account two years ago, three years ago. You know, I'm able to get approved for credit cards and mortgages, whatever the case is, but I just want it off my credit. Well, the great thing is, guys, is now medical collections are going to come off your credit if you pay them. That's powerful. Why? Because even after July of 2022, if you get a medical collection on your credit report and you pay it, you don't have to get that letter anymore that says, hey, will you remove this from my credit? This is going to change the lives of so many people that were affected either by COVID, you know, unfortunately, maybe had a surgery, a copay, whatever the case is. So if you pay, if you have paid a medical collection right now, 
right? A lot of people are like, oh, I'm just going to wait until July of 2022 to fix my credit. Like, don't wait, because that's like four months away. You still want to jump on still cleaning those blemishes now. The other that, thing that, is- that, that, That's big. That's big, Jose. It's huge. Yeah, it's huge. And the, the key word is paid, right? They have to pay it off in order for it to come off. Correct. They have to pay it because back in the day, you had to, if you paid a medical collection, it would still stay on there or you had to work out an arrangement with that collection agency to remove it, which we all know doesn't always work. You know what I mean? The, the, the other thing is which, is, which is probably my favorite thing of this is besides the paid collections, right? Is that as of early next year of 2023, any medical collections that are under $500 won't even be reported. So if you have a medical collection that's $499, $500 and below, which is a copay, which is maybe just, you know, the, the, the co-insurance or whatever the case is, even if it's unpaid as of early of next year, those are not going to be reported anymore, right? So that's my favorite part of this new medical bill that came out is that that's another thing that we see people with, you know, $200 collection, $300 collection, $400 collection, and it drops their credit score 200 points, 100 points, whatever the case is. And it's a copay. Man, I just forgot to, you know how many times I forget to pay my copay all the time? Like, or, or they send me another bill. It, it, it happens, guys. It's, it, you know, we're human. We make mistakes. And I'm glad that the credit bureaus are not, um, are, are not penalizing people anymore for that. You know what I mean? So the thing is, is when it comes to that, Earlier next year, you're going to start seeing those medical bills come off if they're under $500. Now, here's the thing, guys. Who are we talking about? The credit bureaus. Do the credit bureaus really report accurate information? Absolutely not. Do the credit bureaus really do what they say they're going to do? Absolutely not. So don't expect this to be a home run automatically. You know what? July of 2022, everything's going to come off. And then early next year, everything under 500 is going to come off. It's not going to work that way. And I promise you that the credit bureaus are going to lag on it. They're not, they're going to take their time. Right. But they do have like algorithms, right. Where if, if it meets a certain criteria, it should fall off, but do expect to see some type of lags with that. And then the other third one, when it comes to this is before it would be six months before a medical collection agency or, or a doctor or any, any medical provider can send your, your bill to collections. It would usually be six months. Now it's 12 months. So what that means is, you have an extra six months to work out an arrangement with a medical bill to prevent it from going to collections. And I always tell people this, it doesn't matter what, how much you have as a medical bill, pay $25 or $50 a month and that's it. You never really want to put that on a credit card unless you know that you're going to pay it off because now you're paying interest on something that you could have just made some payments on, right? So if you have medical bills right now, guys, and they're unpaid, it won't take into effect until July of 22 uh, for it to be 12 months. So reach out. If you have medical bills, open your mail, because I suck at that sometimes too, and, and just open the mail and start making arrangements so that way you don't have to hire someone to fix your credit. You know what I mean? Pay the bills on time, keep your debt low, and the medical collections is the biggest thing is pay them off because as of July of 2022, they're going to come off your credit. You know what I mean? Now, I'm not saying don't dispute it, right? You still have as a right as a consumer to dispute anything that you feel is inaccurate and, un and, and could be unverifiable. So still go after them if you feel like, you know, you're good. Because it's the thing. If, you're, if your medical bill is unpaid and over $500, even as of next year, it's still going to be on there. So you still want to take care of it. All right. Um, 
The second thing is the Wells Fargo rank card that Rashad put on his Instagram, I think is great. Um, you still do. So Wells Fargo, right, real quick, I'm going to, Wells Fargo is a, a, a creditor that does pull experience. So does Chase and so does American Express. A lot of your creditors that provide like a high limit are going to pull experience. So what does that mean? Even with this credit card, it is built off of the, it's, it's called the built reward. So B-I-L-T rewards. Um, pretty much they give you the credit card um, and through built is where you get the rewards and things like that, that you can convert the cash and all that stuff, right? So you still need decent credit to do this. Now, here's the thing. Be careful with this because even though the credit card does come with a limit and you can use it at certain places to um, pay your rent, if you max it out, it is going to drop your credit score. Okay. So just be careful with that, that if you get, you know, don't look at it as like, oh man, I can pay three months of rent with this and then carry the balance because there are going to be, you know, penalties if, if you carry a high balance and that penalty is going to be a lower credit score. Also, if it's like, um, to my understanding, like, let's say if it's a place like you're renting from a house, right. Um, and they don't accept the credit card, right. And you're renting from like a landlord and things like that. A lot of places that, that are landlords, they don't they either accept cash or a money order. You can still pay with the credit card online and it'll mail them a check. You know what I mean? So that's pretty dope. But a lot of places probably won't accept it. Like your higher luxury end places, they're going to accept the Wells Fargo rent card, uh, which is good. Um, but just remember that, um, you know, keep try to keep the utilization low. So as soon as you pay your rent with that credit card, pay the pay the amount off. So that way you don't carry a high balance. Um the two other things uh, that, that, that are probably one of the two of the most important things is to be careful for um, guys. There's a lot of credit repair industry companies in this in this world. Right. Got credit can't do it all. You know what I mean? And, and I always say collaboration is bigger than competition, like how Matt says and everything like that. So, guys, if you're doing credit repair, I, I, this is kind of like a warning, not from me. And, and I'm not going to pull up the article to put anybody on blast. But there was a company in Texas that was shut down for doing these two things, charging up front and, and providing their consumers trade lines. OK, if you want to Google it, I'm not going to bring it up because I don't feel like I, I don't want to do this on this platform where anybody that's on there, you know, that got in trouble. But just Google it. FTC halts credit repair company and it'll come up. Federal Trade Commission. Right. So just be careful with, with this, because I know there's a lot of people that want to do credit. They want to do credit repair. And, and it's a really good industry to be in because you can change a lot of lives. Just be careful with offering upfront payments, meaning if you're charging people the same day that they sign up with you, just be careful with that, guys. Um, and if you're enrolling with a company that charges you the same day, be careful with that too, right? There's usually a grace period as to when you can cancel. Um, and then you can charge that first payment or whatever the case is. And that's usually what the, the law allows, which is called CROA, the Credit Repair Organizations Act. And then trade lines, be careful with that too. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's one of those things that, it, it, you know, it's a gray area, but a lot of people that are getting in trouble are people that offer both upfront payments and trade lines. I'm not saying you can do either or. If you're doing credit repair, just be careful because this industry, you know, it's, it's, it's I breathe and eat and sleep it. So just be careful with, with doing things because not only are you going to be jeopardizing yourself, but I hate to see people get in trouble for stuff that, that could have been avoided. You know what I mean? So just, just be very, very careful with, with what you're doing and how you're changing people's lives because this industry can not only hurt the people that you're helping, 
but it could land you in jail and, and, and you don't want to be the one that's in front of a newspaper or article that you got in trouble. Okay. The other thing with personal credit, you always want to use it to maximize for business credit. And that's what I mentioned before. All right. So guys, an alternative to building business credit uh, to, to, to trade lines, right? You guys can take a screenshot of this. I'm going to give you guys my email address. If you do guys do want to copy the slides, all these cards guys are, are good cards to get to build credit. You got to have a foundation. You got to have some type of credit cards. You got to have something. You can't just expect the 750 credit score with one credit card. Unfortunately, it's not the way it works. You can't expect to have an 800 credit score if you're 18. You know what I mean? You can't expect to have an 800 credit score or 750 credit score if you're 27, 30, and you just started building your credit. You know what I mean? So these all, all of these accounts, guys, take a screenshot of it, self-lender, um, it's a savings account, kickoff. They give you a $500 limit to buy something on their website. Grain, um, it goes off of your checking account. Everybody should know who Capital One is. They give starter cards up to $3,000. The pedal card, up to $10,000. The Tomo card, um, extra card, and the X1, those typically will go off of your bank account. So what does that mean? That means that if you have a, a personal checking account, which, which believe it or not, a lot of people don't, Get a personal checking account, right? If you owe money in check systems if you, and disputed it and, you didn't, and, and it didn't come off, pay check systems. Check systems is the third-party reporting agency that reports anything that you owe to banks. And, and nowadays, guys, our generation, our community, right, they, they use Cash App. They use Venmo. Why do you think they, they, they're putting all these uh, protections and things like that on Venmo and Cash App? Because people were abusing it. Get a checking account. How do you expect to buy a house get a mortgage, start a business. If you don't have a checking account, get a checking account. It's, it's, it's one of the, sometimes the hardest things to do, but it's the easiest thing to do. Okay. Pedal, Tomo, I mean, a Tomo extra card and X1. These are all credit cards that, that are typically going to approve you based on if you have a really good checking account history and they don't run your credit. X1 is the only one that runs your credit afterwards. And so does pedal. So they'll pre-approve you and if you get pre-approved, good. These, so if you look at it, 10,000, 10,000, 5,000, 5,000, 3,000 up, up to Capital One, 1,000 with grain. You're looking at 20 to $30,000, guys, in these starter credit cards. You don't need secure credit cards. You don't need to do um, trade lines. And this is the thing. A lot of people do trade lines because they're impatient. Guys, like you, you messed up your credit. You, you got to wait. You know what I mean? You got to wait your turn. Like you can't expect to have great credit overnight. Be a little bit patient, and I promise you that you're going to get to where you got to get to. Just put in the work. You know what I mean? You can't, there's no fast, there's no pill to fast track good health. And there really is no secret letter or secret account that's going to fast track you to good credit the right way. The last two accounts, guys, Pentagon Federal and Digital Federal Credit Union, these are two great accounts to have, especially if you're looking for a checking account and things like that. You could open them with $5. And they give really good limits when it comes to even people that have subpar credit. And subpar credit, guys, is like 600, 620, things like that. All right. So those 10 accounts, guys, should get you to a point where if you have no credit at all, those are 10 accounts that you can use right now to apply for credit. Jose, Take a screenshot. The, for the ones that say bank account, is like, is there a minimum, minimum you need to have inside the account, like maybe 500 or $1,000 to get approved? No. I, it's crazy because I've seen people with no money in the account but have good history get approved. And then right. I see people that have $2,000 in the bank one time and then have negative history before. So it's as long as you don't have like a lot of negative 
uh, balances in the bank account, you should be good. But you typically want to have at least a little bit of cash in there for when you apply. So that way they can, you know, give you a good limit. Perfect. You know what I mean? And, and then and then the thing is, if you don't have a bank account, get one with Pentagon Federal or Digital Federal Credit Union. You could do these all online and then open up a bank account, throw some money in there, do your direct deposit and then apply, apply with X1, Extra and Tomo. And boom, now you got three credit cards like a lot of clients are getting a proof of 5,500, 10,000, you know what I mean? 7,500, that's a game changer right there because now you have access to credit that you didn't have to do with the trade line or, 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 or a secured credit card. The worst thing you can do is get a secured credit card for $5,000. Don't, 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 don't ever think you need to do that, all right? So guys, get your personal credit up. And guess what? If you have good personal credit, you can pre-qualify with Wells Fargo, Bank of America, Chase, um, Capital One, uh, American Express, Discover, and they'll, you could just go on their website, right? On each of these companies' websites and say, hey, I want to pre-qualify before I actually apply for you. Next thing you know, you have good credit, boom. Now you get a, a $30,000 Chase card, a $15,000 Discover, three or four American Express cards, boom. Now you're building your personal credit up. So that way, when you start building business credit, it's a complete game changer. You know what I mean? It's a complete, it's a complete, complete game changer, guys. And with business credit, here's the thing. When you, when you really start focusing on business credit and you get your personal credit to a point where it's good, like I said, 680, 700 guys, it doesn't need to be perfect. You really start moving differently. You really start to attract different people in your life because you're on a different mindset, right? If you're, if you're focused on attending masterminds and attending events, going to InvestFest, going to earn your leisure workshops, right? And you're learning, and you might not have a business yet, but you're paying to get in certain rooms. You start attract, like you start looking at the people you grew up with, like, man, this guy hasn't done nothing like the last 10 years. No wonder why I'm not even doing anything because I'm 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 around the wrong people. And 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 your credit can literally get you into rooms that you never thought possible, but your credit can get you in there. Why? You can sponsor something, you can get a high-level VIP ticket, you can travel first class and meet some like you know how many people i've met in the first class that were doctors that were pharmacists that were this and they're like yo man here's my here's my car like i, I want to improve my credit you know i have a lot of medical debt or i have a lot of student loans and you never know who you're going to meet right and with business credit you can leverage your personal credit for higher limits so like i was saying before it's easier to build a hundred thousand dollars in credit so imagine if you build your personal credit to like thirty or forty thousand dollars limits you get to a certain point and then boom, you open up your LLC. Now you start traveling, you start going to earn your leisure events, you start going to masterminds, you start attending different events. And then there you're like, you know what? Wow, man, I'm tired of my nine to five. I already have my credit set up. I already have my business credit set up. I already have $100,000 in credit cards available. You know what? I'm going to quit my nine to five. And, 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 and this is the thing. Sometimes we hate our job so much that we stay there though because we don't have anything else to do. Well, guess what, guys? Credit is a thing that can help you with making that decision to start your business. And it doesn't necessarily have to be Turo, Airbnb, or real estate. There's so many other businesses that you can get into with your credit. The thing is, you can literally hide your credit card debt. So now imagine you, you, you put all your credit debt on your business credit cards. When a mortgage lender runs your credit, you have no debt, but you have $60,000 on your business credit side. And a lot of people say like, oh, I don't really need five Amexes. I don't need two American, I don't need this. Well, guess what? Your credit score does need it 
because you can get these credit cards and still pay for the same things that you would with a personal credit card, put it on the business side. And then now when you go get a house, you have zero debt, you qualify for a bigger house, you qualify, your, your debt to income ratio is lower and you're in a better position. You also maximize your loan approvals, your auto loan approvals, right? So now the crazy thing is, is over the last like four years, guys, I had high interest auto loans because my debt was high. I'm not afraid to admit it. The credit dude had a high credit card debt. And you know what I mean? I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm human. You know what I mean? But when I really started playing with business credit, everything started shifting to my business credit side. And, and now all I have on my personal credit report is one auto loan. As you guys know, Range Rover, they still require you to do a personal guarantee in the business and things like that. So it still shows up on my personal credit. But every other car that I have is on my business side. So when I went for this house that I just bought, my income did not change. My income was the same from 2017. But guess what changed? My debt. I had zero credit card debt and I had one auto loan, which was the Range Rover, right? So that means that I was pre-approved for like, I think it was like three times the amount because I had no debt. And I was able to prove that the Range Rover I had was being paid for my business checking account. So that way they excluded that from my, from my, my debt to income ratio. So it literally, I had zero debt. I had my wife's income. I had my VA income, zero money down. And then the money that I had from selling the other house, I was able to get the house of my wife's dreams. You know what I mean? And that was all because I was able to hide all my debt on my business credit side. And then a lot of stuff becomes a business write-off. You know what I mean? And, and my favorite part, guys, about this, and, and, and it's, it's, it really is my favorite thing about business, and it's my favorite thing about business, uh, owning a business, is health insurance. What do a lot of people in our community not have? Access to health insurance. Why? Because either their job doesn't do it, or they don't think that they can get health insurance. Well, guess what? One, check with your accountant and check with your attorney, right? Because I'm not an attorney and I'm not an accountant, right? But get in the LLC, get your EIN, get everything set up. And if you have a family, you can get health insurance through your LLC. They don't ask for income. They don't ask for anything when you get your health insurance, right? I was paying, I think, $1,800 for just Kelly and Peyton uh, when I was getting insurance through the private market. I, when I started doing it through the LLC, now it's a thousand. It's like $1,100 a month for me, Kelly and Peyton, and my insurance is, is top notch to the point to where when I had COVID and I was sick in the hospital, people said, do you work in the hospital? I'm like, no, why? Like, Because we've never seen anybody with this health insurance. This is the health insurance that we have as hospital employees. My insurance is on point. You know what I mean? And it's all through my LLC. So now what happens? Every single payment that I make for my health insurance through my business is 100% write-off. When, when you have health insurance through your nine to five job and they take it out of your paycheck, that's not a write-off. That company's writing it off. Well, now if you have health insurance and you get an LLC, you can write that off. And that's what I'm saying. Just check with your accountant, check with your attorney, because this is a big benefit also to getting a business, right? So guys, start that LLC, right? Creating an LLC is a lot cheaper than you think. You have a lot of resources. You go to LegalZoom, there's attorneys in, in Earn Your Leisure, right? Or you can just go on your web, on, on the state website and do it yourself. You know what I mean? Um, use your personal credit to secure higher limits and then just leave your personal credit alone because there's a lot of power in business credit, guys. There's, there's so much power than you think, all right? Higher limits. You can get a line of credit. There's a, there's a company called Fundbox, F-U-N-D-B-O-X, Fundbox. 
that you can apply for a line of credit with them and they'll say, hey, you can either get a line of credit or we'll give you a loan. And you can choose which one you want. And it's all based off of the revenue that's going into your business, right? And there's another company called Blue Vine, right? So let me just, I could type this in right quick so you guys can make sure you spell it right. Is Funbox. Let me just let me just add while you type it in, Jose. Um, great information. Everybody hit the like button. Hit the like button. Extremely uh, important. If you're on your phone, just hit the X and you can um, see the like button. But I'll add to this business credit conversation. It is very, very important. Um, business credit, as you said, the limits, like I'll take my own personal example. I have like an 800 credit score, something like that. And I don't know how much personal um, credit card limits I have, but let's say altogether, it's like, I don't know, 50,000, something like that. Just throwing a number out there. But on the business side, it's pretty much unlimited. So we have like an Amex. We have two Amex cards, one for EY University, one for Earning Leisure. And it started with like, they each started with like $50,000 limits. And then um, as we use them now, I don't know what the limit is. What, is there a limit now? It's like- No, they updated. They actually, we got on the phone with them last week. They actually called us because, you know, they saw that the points that we were accumulating. And I'm like, look, you guys could actually get more. And so I know it's probably six figures at this point just yeah. because of how we've been I mean, using it. So we, we spend probably close to a hundred thousand, maybe over a hundred thousand dollars a month on these credit cards. Now it is extremely important to be financially responsible because like the cards that we have, we pay, we have to pay every single month. Mm -hmm. So it's not like a, a gimmick where you can just, you know, run up a business credit card. You still got to pay it. So don't use the credit card if you can't pay it. Right. That's financial literacy responsibility. Mm -hmm. But it gives you so much more leverage than personal credits because I still don't have that kind of limit on my personal side. And I have excellent credit score. And I've had these credit cards for years, like over 10 years. And we just got the Amex cards last year. And we have over six figures that we can use. Yeah. Like, you know, I bought by my watches, I bought all my watches on a credit card because that's the only way that I can do it. Other than that, I have to get like a, a whole like process to actually get you know, a certified check from the bank and, you know, you can't take out that kind of money from the bank and it's a whole headache. So I could just use my Amex card then I just pay it back right away and just transfer it from my personal account to the, to the business account. So having a business credit card gives you so much leverage. And as long as you use it responsibly, they up your, they up your limits all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Man. No, nah, man, I, I definitely think you hit the nail on the head with, with that. Um, you know, the great thing about American Express is, you know, I started, you know, everybody knows I filed bankruptcy. American Express was in my, in my thing, in my bankruptcy, whatever the case is. I finally got my credit cards back in 2020. I got two of them back. And then last year I applied for six more. So I got eight Amexes. And when I got those other six, they started me with $10,000 preset spending limit. So there was no limit, but you get a, you get a preset spending limit of how much you can spend per card. And right now, in that was July of 2021, we're in March of 2022 and I'm already at like 150 per card. You know what I mean? So this personal credit is not going to do that. Just like Rashad said. And the great thing is you don't need it to use your run, run your business credit up. So now you can actually get like, imagine if you have with four cards, $250,000 each, that's a million dollars in credit. Like you can't, you, where can you get a million dollar loan? Where can you get a million dollar line of credit? Your, your credit and your business credit is going to allow you to do it. And just like you said, man, just be careful when you run that up. Just make sure you pay it off because, you know, you don't want to mess up your relationship uh, with American Express at all in any type of way. Yeah, I'm just, I'll, just, I'll just add real quick, Jose, because mm -hmm. it, when I just told that story about business credit, I actually opened up my own LLC probably like 
uh, maybe eight, six, six to eight months ago. And because and on your episode, when I talked about being a personal guarantor and having um, a line of credit through my parents, right? Like I was an authorized user. And so my credit history was so long. When I opened up my own LLC, the first thing they said was like, would you like a line of credit? I'm like, all right, fine, I'll just take it. When I applied for it, they automatically qualified me for 50,000 just because of my history. Like I, don't, I haven't even opened, used the card, but just to know that I have it, it, this is one of those things like when you're responsible and as parents, if we are responsible and you have your kids as an authorized user and help build their credit, when they go to open up the LLC, that all that's gonna count, right? Because it's a new business. So you're using you as a personal guarantor at first, but if the credit's good, these type of things can happen. Yeah, and I, and I think a lot of people are scared of the word personal guarantee because they're like, oh, I don't, I want to build business credit without my credit. I'm like, well, you got to start somewhere. And if you can use your, like, if they say, hey, man, you got good credit, we'll give you 50 grand. Like, give me that all day. So don't be afraid to use your personal credit as leverage to get business credit because that's truly like how you're going to do it the right way with getting those high limits, man. So that's dope, man. Congratulations. Love to hear something like that. So, so guys, the two companies that I said is Fundbox and Blue Vine. Those are two places, guys, that you can get a line of credit um, and even a loan, even if you have subpar credit, right? But as long as you have some type of revenue coming through the business, you can do it. And the other area, guys, that's really good. I don't, um, you know, I, I recommend Chase. I love Chase. Um, I think they're one of the best bank accounts out there for business just because they're national. And if you need anything, you can always, if you're in Texas or California, you could always access a Chase Bank, right? But Bank of America has a pretty dope program. You open up a business checking account with Bank of America, you, 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 know, you, you deposit money, whatever the case is, use money. And typically after 90 days, they will, they will offer you a line of credit as well. Um, and, and that's just access to cash. So what can you do with a line of credit? A lot of stuff. Imagine if Bank of America, Blue Vine, and Funbox each gave you 30,000. Imagine if that's 90 grand right there. Imagine if each American Express card gave you 25,000 to start. Boom, that's another 100,000. Next thing you know, you're, you're, at, you're at almost a half a million dollars between personal credit, business credit, lines of credit, net 30s. It, it, it's endless. You know what I mean? And that is truly like, if, if I would have had even $5,000 when I opened my business, it would have been a game changer. I had nothing. I had no, I had 500 bucks. You know what I mean? So the other thing too, guys, with purchasing equipment, what do you need? You need, you need a computer. You need a MacBook. You need an iMac. You need photography equipment. You need a TV. You need microphones. Guys, you can do that with Apple and Dell. And the other one too that I forgot to put here as well is, is Amazon. Amazon offers net 30 accounts and also invoiced accounts. So you could actually go on Amazon. I think everything's on Amazon. You can even buy food, clothes, whatever the case is. Amazon will actually also offer you a business credit card, not the American Express one, okay? Actual Amazon has like an, uh, a, a store account that you can get. And imagine if now you wanna start a photography business, you wanna start a video editing business, you wanna start any business, you need equipment, you need a computer, you need good equipment. Dell, Apple, and Amazon are three places that you can literally get credit, okay? And if you gotta use a personal guarantee to get it, it's okay. It doesn't matter. And also, guys, the other one, you guys can just Google this. Walmart, is, it's called Walmart Community Card. They're giving right now, the Walmart Community Business Card, okay, is giving right now, I, I believe it's anywhere between five to $10,000. I think everybody goes to Walmart. I really, don't, I really don't know anybody that doesn't go to Walmart, okay? But Walmart will give you anywhere between five to $10,000, no personal guarantee. So this is another great credit card to have 
to build your business credit, what do they have at Walmart besides clothes and food? They have TVs, they have video equipment, they have cameras, they have iPhones, they have, you know, blenders, they have everything, pots and pans. If you're a cook and you want to start a, a cooking business, whatever the case is, if you want to start a, a bakery business, it's, it's endless, guys. You got to think outside the box when it comes to starting a business. Um, and, and that's truly what business credit does. It allows you to think outside the box. Net 30 accounts are great, right? I, I still love net 30 accounts. Um, I, I've done a lot of videos uh, for Earn Your Leisure uh, on, on which type of net 30 accounts to get. There's the U-Lines, there's, there, there's those type of credit cards. But guys, gas cards is a game changer. Like, like look, I just got, like, this is one of the credit cards I have. It's called uh, Fuelman, right? Fuelman gave me uh, $25,000. Uh, credit card you know what i mean what 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 you ain't what are you gonna get you ain't gonna use twenty five thousand dollars in gas you know what i mean but the great thing is is if you have sales reps if you have drivers if you have other people working for you whatever the case is gas is expensive but if you that's a business expense hey everybody here's a gas card whatever the case is now gas is not an option hey go to this event do this do whatever your case is and it's a revolving credit card so even if you max it out it doesn't matter because that business credit card debt is on the business side. It's not on your personal credit. So even if you run up $5,000 in gas, but you know you're going to make it back with going to the events and dropping off merch and doing this, whatever the case is, it's okay. So anytime you go to a gas station, look at the actual um, credit cards of what they accept, whether it's Wex, Fuelman, uh, whatever fleet cards they, they, they accept, 76, Wawa, 7-Eleven, Quick Check, all these places have gas cards. So if you eat there and you put gas in your car, why not get a gas card from the places? Next thing you know, you get a Slurpee, it's a write-off because you're going there to put gas in at the same time, all right? And then the last thing, guys, is putting the vehicles in your business name. If you are watching this and you're never gonna get a business, this is the thing, a lot of people say, once again, get with your accountant, get with your attorney. Oh, if you don't actually have a revenue or whatever the case is, you can't really put a car in your business. There are certain places that still will, um, that will still do it if you have strong business credit or you use your personal credit as a guarantee. Now, not every place is going to do it. Obviously, with some places, you still got to show bank statements. You still got to show personal credit. But trying to get like a, you know, a, a car that's under like $60,000, $70,000, they typically won't really bug you for a lot of paperwork. And you can use that to put Turo. You can use that to rent out. You, you know, it's, it's endless. So don't think that just because uh, you don't have a, a business right now, but you need a car to get to start a business or to drive to an EYL event or to drive to a networking event, if you ask me, that's you're, start, you're starting your business and you can still become an entrepreneur without having any revenue coming into your, your bank account. All right, guys. So if you guys want to connect with me on Instagram, all right, I'm um, the credit dude. You guys can just click the link in my bio and schedule a call with us if you guys need extra help. But if you guys become a part of EYL, you guys know this open enrollment, you guys get me every month. And I love to educate. I love to educate. So, um, you know, join EYL guys and you guys will get me educating you guys every month as well. No, I appreciate that. Appreciate it, brother. So we're about to go into the question and answer part. But before we do that, um, can you just briefly talk about for anybody? I know we talked about it before, but for anybody that may be new, haven't heard of it, um, the NAV and Duns and, and, and Bradstreet. Yep. So, so NAV.com, guys, is uh, NAV.com is the business credit monitoring uh, platform, I guess you can say. So you guys know there's Credit Karma, there's Equifax monitoring, there's Experian monitoring, things like that. So nav.com provides the business credit monitoring for each business credit report. 
There's Equifax business, Experian business, and then there's uh, your Dun & Bradstreet, right? So when you sign up for nav.com business boost and you make your monthly payment to them, it's like 40 bucks a month, they actually will report a payment to each of the business credit bureaus. So that way it actually activates each of your business credit profiles if you have no business credit. So imagine you paying um, Experian.com $30 a month and they report that payment to the personal credit reports to build your credit. It doesn't happen, it doesn't exist. But on the business side, it does. Uh, with Dun & Bradstreet, that is uh, pretty much the biggest business credit reporting agency like Equifax, Experian, TransUnion. It's just the biggest one for the business side. Um, and they have what's called the DUNS number. A DUNS number is kind of like your social, kind of like your EIN. It just classifies you as a business. Um, and it's kind of like your reporting number. So a lot, of a lot of times when you apply for business credit, they're going to ask you for a DUNS number. And you can go on dmb.com and get it for free. You don't got to pay anybody to do it. You don't got to pay Dun & Bradstreet to do it. It's all free. So when, when we talk about business credit, I mean, when we talk about personal credit, we know that the score range goes from, what, four, 350 to maybe 850, right? So obviously in the business side, how, how is that score translated? Is, is it yep. different? I know does DMB doesn't report, does it report the same way because it's like the EIN number. How, how does that score get calculated? So on the, on the, on the Dun & Bradstreet, it goes from zero to 100. So that's the paydex score. It goes from zero to 100. And typically, if you pay your bills on time, um, you know how you have like um, zero to 30 days before you can be late? Mm -hmm. the, earlier, the earlier that you pay with Dun & Bradstreet or the accounts that report to Dun & Bradstreet, you, you either could get a 90 or 100. So if your bill comes in today and you pay it today, you're on track to get 100, right? But as long as you pay your bills within 30 days, um, which is the net 30, you get an 80. On Experian, it's called the IntelliScore. And that also goes up to 100. Experian also has like a risk factor of one to five. So you want to make sure that you're, you're closer to one. And how do you get closer to one? Pay your bills on time. Try not to max anything out. And that goes up to 100. Equifax business typically goes up to like 580. So you really, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, man, my, 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 my Equifax score is 500. Like, you're fine. That's okay. They only go up to 580 anyway. So mm -hmm. you're typically good. Um, and that's it. So it is a little bit of different algorithms. And that's why nav.com is so great because it gives you each of your business credit scores every month. And as you're applying for credit, net 30s, gas cards, auto loans, whatever the case is, those will start hitting nav.com and you'll start seeing your business credit score go up. Perfect. And TransUnion doesn't participate in the business side? No, they just never got into it. Okay. So yeah, just, so this is all the information that you never learned in school. And uh, most of us just never learn, period. And you go through life and you just are ignorant to this stuff because you just don't know it, right? And it's not yeah. something that you usually are having a conversation with because usually your social environment um, is very similar. People hang out with people similar to themselves. Yep. So millionaires hang around with millionaires, billionaires hang around with billionaires. People that struggle and living day to day, they, they hang around people who are struggling living day to day. It's not something that's wrong with you, but it's just, that's just what it is, right? Mm -hmm. And if you are living day to day, you are living paycheck to paycheck, you are just, you know, doing that, then that's, this isn't a conversation that you're really having. Yeah. Um, the conversation that you're having is a lot different than this, right? So the whole point is to actually, you know, expand your mind, even, even if you don't have the, the friend circle that you might necessarily need to build that's why we created a community mm -hmm. where you can actually learn and get this insight, get this information. And even if you can't really fully understand or grasp everything at one time, what happens is that it's like learning a foreign language. The more you hear, the more you actually are around an environment with encouraging people 
then that actually becomes more comfortable for you. So yep. it's, it's, it's like anything that you do, you know, the people that you surround yourself, the information that you surround yourself with is going to determine your future. So you can, you know, watch reality TV gossip or, you know, indulge in all kinds of negativity. And um, that's what most people do. Mm-hmm. And that's why most people will never reach the level of success that they want. Or you can, you know, do what very few people do where, you know, you surround yourself with positivity and education. And that is really the key to unlocking your true potential in life. So that's what we did with EYL University as far as, you know, we created a system. I mean, Earn Your Leisure Period is a platform to learn. And EYL University is just an extension of that, just, you know, pretty much on steroids where it's a community where, you know, anybody can watch a podcast, anybody could be on social media, but if you're part of a community, you in zoom, we have accountability groups. We have, you know, groups that infinity groups inside of it. We have, I do financial planning calls every single month with a couple hundred people that's tapped in. They get to ask questions. And the next part of what we're going to do is, is different than like just what we do on a podcast where now this is actually like an interactive, you know, situation where you can ask questions that's specific to your, your individual question, as mm-hmm. opposed to trying to DM somebody or hit somebody in the comments. We know how hard that is to recall, to, um, to answer to that. So, you know, earn your leisure. We have over 150 archive classes. We do classes every single week. We do financial planning. We do real estate. We have groups. Um, and it's just, it's a community. We're going to do live events just for EYL university members. So last time we did this, we, uh, we had dropped the price to six ninety nine for the entire year. And we kept that running actually all the way to the, to this. Mm-hmm. So, um, that will change on Friday because I'm going to let everybody that hears it on the audio. We're going to put it out on audio on Friday. But after that, it'll go back up to it'll still be a discount. It'll be a thousand dollars for the whole entire year. I mean, I think that that's I mean, you know, that's why I say I, I always am baffled by that. Like I've had some messes where my books cost more than that. No, nah, it's not. It's, I mean, it's not even a sales pitch. It's like, you know, if you want to be a part of it, six ninety nine for the whole year. If not, then, you, you know, we still love you. you. Just you just get the free information that we just put out on YouTube. It's yeah. not it's not for everybody. It's, it's no pressure. But. That's just, you know, it is what it is. So, um, yeah, I think we that we put together one of the most impressive bodies of works that has ever been put together. Um, and, you know, at a price that is, is almost free, if you really mm-hmm. look at it from that standpoint, you know. So, yeah, I put the link in the description. Um, we could put put the link in the, uh, as pinned on YouTube. Also, if you want to take advantage of that. So I guess it's like 48 hours until Friday. You can take advantage of that. Um, and yeah, we love to see you on the other side. We're working on a couple other things too, that really going to take EYL university to the next level. Um, <laughs> but let's get to the questions. This is my favorite part of, the, of this whole situation where people get to ask questions. I'm back at it. I'm back at it. Let's see if I still got it. Toya, we coming to you. Toya, unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's going on? Hi, everybody. How you doing? How's it going? <laughs> oh, good. I, I had to uh, put my questions in the Q&A, but I'll just ask like one. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So. As far as um, credit cards, is it is it a bad thing to carry a zero balance on your card for a long period of time? I asked because I've had two credit cards that I have for like eight years and they just like, um, you know, at one point they reduced the limit because they said I hadn't been using them. Um, so is it better to like keep that 10 percent on there or to have a zero balance nowadays? Yep. So I do see that happening, happening a lot. Um, and I always tell people, you know, keep your credit cards on auto payment. Right. Um, and then if you know, you don't have to use every single credit card and max every single credit card out, 
But in order to prevent them from closing or lowering the limit on a credit card that's eight years old, five years old, whatever the case is, make shorts on. And let's say if it's a store card, buy a shirt, buy a suit, and then it's on auto pay. So you know the whole thing is going to be paid off in less than 30 days, right? Um, if, you, if it's a credit card you can use anywhere and it's an old credit card, buy a stick of gum, buy milk, whatever the case is. Uh, you don't necessarily have to have uh, a zero, zero, zero balance on a cards, especially that you're using, right? But the more you use a card, the higher limit you're going to get. So eventually your credit score is going to be higher. But with those credit cards that are kind of like BS credit cards, but you don't want to close them because of the history, just leave them on auto pay, use them every once in a while. But also don't be afraid to use the credit cards either. If you know that that credit card is going to produce you some type of return on investment. If you have a $10,000 credit card and you know that, that you can make $20,000 by using that 10 grand, I'm going to use the 10 grand all day. And who cares if I carry a balance for 30 days because I'm going to get $20,000 paid off. And then you get a business credit card or whatever the case is. And that's the power. What I'm saying, like, if you get the business credit cards, it really doesn't matter how much you charge on it. But with the personal cards, put them on auto pay, use them every once in a while. So that way they don't close them out. Yeah. And you can use it for specific things. Like I'm a huge sneakerhead. And so I have a, like I have an Amazon card. It has great rewards on it. I use it only for the, my Adidas app. Like I don't use it for anything else. And I don't buy Adidas too often, but if I do, it's just like, I know that that's that credit card and it's on auto pay. So it's like, boom. And then it builds up my points with them. And then, so now I get access to certain um, events and I get access to uh, early drops. So you could just have the credit card specifically for one thing. Yeah, it happened to me where they closed the credit card and it dropped my credit score a little bit because I wasn't using it. So I'm gonna ask a question. Yeah, that's uh, that's what happened to me too. Like it dropped my script, my score, and I'm like, whoa! I thought I was yeah. doing good because I like had a zero balance. Yeah, <laughs> but but I mean, it, it should go up. It should go back up pretty quickly, though, right, Jose? Like that's not something that's gonna hurt you in the long term. What if they lower the limit? If they if they cancel your credit card because you're not using it. Yeah, it could potentially hurt you because what you're doing is is you're lowering the available credit that the you available, have. Yeah. So what I say with that is if you have if they close that card out, kind of count your L. It's a loss because if you try to reopen that card, they will run your credit. Another thing you could do is just visit the other credit cards that you have and see if those credit cards will give you a higher limit. Because if you're worried about inquiries, which I tell people, don't be afraid of them because you have to run your credit sometime. But all you got to do is really just visit the other credit cards you have and see if they'll give you a limit increase because that's a better option to do if they already closed that card. Because you still have the age of the account, but you don't have the available credit in that account. And then also, the reason why I, I closed my account, because I had, I think I had too many credit cards and it was just, it was too much to use them all. So a lot of them I just didn't use. So my next question is how much, how many credit cards should you actually have? Um, I tell people, um, it really depends, man. I mean, I, I have here on my, on my desk, right? And this is just some of my cards. Everybody's different. I mean, these are all credit cards right here, right? These are all credit cards right here, right? I mean, I have like three bundles of credit cards. They all, they all paid on time. Some of them are maxed out. I went to Disney, the two credit cards are maxed out for my wife's birthday. The thing is, is as long as you do not carry balances for a long period of time and they're late, I've seen people with 40 credit cards, 50 credit cards. You know what I mean? Um, as long as you, it, it becomes a business at that point, trying to manage it all. But um, I always tell people as many you can handle. 
but just don't get all those 40 credit cards in a year. You're going to have to build it up, you know, every couple of months, apply for a credit card here and there. So as long as you don't have inquiries, you know, four inquiries a month and then late payments and maxed out cards, I tell people take advantage of as many credit cards as you can hand, as you can and handle, because what, what if, what if you lose your job one day? What if, you, you know, something happens and it, you, if you have $100,000 in credit cards, but you know you can only make the minimum payment, that might save you from losing your house, from losing your car or whatever the case is. So use credit still as also as a resource, as a savings in case something bad happens. And I, so I always tell people as many as you think you can handle um, that you're not going to max out. And that's a very broad question because I don't want people to be afraid to have 20 credit cards. You know what I mean? Because it, it, it could save you one day. We, we appreciate you, Joya. Thank you. Yeah. All right, let's see. Here we go. Uh, Rachel, Rachel, we are coming to you. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's going on? Hello? Hey, how you doing? What's going on? Oh, I didn't know y'all were going to pick me. I was just looking at the show. I didn't know you were going to oh, pick me. Oh, it's all good. You got a question? Oh, or, but or, nah. I do have a question, but I always, I just wanted to say this real quick. Um, I just wanted to say that I just thank you guys for doing what you're doing because when I was like growing up, I'm like 40 now, but when I was like in my twenties, you know, I had a good job. I worked for um, corrections or whatever, but I never knew this type of stuff. So now that I know I'm like catching up and I, I joined the, um, I joined the stock club and everything and got my house. I just want to say that you guys really, really helped me. That's all I have to say. Hey, Rachel, thank you. And, and I, I, I want you to say 40 with pride. Like, I don't want you saying that like that's yeah, old. Yeah, I'm 40. Do I retired. I retired from my job. I'm 40. I got into real estate. I did all these great things, but I had no one to like back me. I found you guys. And now I'm like, it's on and popping. I love it. Love <laughs> to hear it. Thank you. Appreciate that. But my question is real quick. Um, What's the best, what do you, in your, in your suggestion, what's the best bank to start your business credit in? Your business excuse me, your business checking account. Say that, say that one part again. I'm it's sorry. Business, what's the bank? What's the best bank for business checking? Yes. I, I love Chase. I, I just Chase. love Chase because okay. Chase is, Chase is everywhere. Mm -hmm. And if God forbid you're on vacation and you, and, and you apply for a mortgage or a business bank account or a loan or whatever the case is, and they need something, Chase, Chase is usually everywhere and it, it's very accessible. So that's why I like Chase. Uh, okay, we, thank I guess you. we concur, right? Like that, that's kind of who we use as well. Uh, we both had personal accounts there. And so when we opened the business, it just made sense that they can see all our finances. It's really streamlined. So that's what we use as well. So Chase. Yeah, I use Chase. I got a lot of accounts with Chase. But I will say that it is important to diversify your banks because even I have an online ca um, Capital One savings account. Mm -hmm. um, you never know. You never know what can happen. And, um, you know, they freeze your account. Anything is possible. So especially as you grow more assets, it's never, it's not a bad idea to diversify and have, a, you don't want to have like 30 different bank accounts, but you might want to have a few different, few different accounts for a few different institutions. Yeah. I agree with that too. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Rachel. And congratulations on retiring. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Rachel, you, Rachel from New York. You got, we ain't got to ask. Shout out to the city. Uh, let's see. Let's go to Tony. We coming to you. Tony K, we coming to you. What's going on? Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's up? All right. What's going on, brothers? How you guys doing this evening? Anything hey, good. good? How are you? All right. Good, good. I'm going to make it real quick. I just got two quick questions for you. Um, I think you already covered it, 
earlier, but I just want to make sure. So I was trying to apply for business credit and this company asks for a personal guarantee. So is that going to affect my personal credit? Is it going to show up that I'm applying for business credit? Is that going to mess me up personally or? Would you mind me asking who the company is? Um, a company called Cabbage. Um, yes, Cabbage actually will run your credit and they're actually going to run Experian. Um, it is going to be a hard inquiry. Um, but here's the thing. Um, if that account is going to give you access to $30,000, dollars $60,000, um, I say go for it. You know what I mean? Because you're securing that not only with your business checking account, but also they will run your personal credit. And that's like a line of credit, kind of like Fundbox and Bluevine. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Um, second quick question is I've been established for about maybe eight years with my LLC and I'm trying so hard to get business credit. Like right now, I think I got two credit cards, one Chase, which is about maybe 7,500. Then I got American Express, which is about 9,000. Um, what is the best bank to go to at this point with someone that's bringing in about maybe 35, 40,000 business-wise with those two credit cards and trying to maximize my business credit? Is there like a institution that you could kind of direct me to for that? What do you mean? You're bringing in that a month or are you talking about- no, no, that, Like a year, like a year, right? That, right, that's how much, right. That's how much his business is making a year. Okay, right. so, so you wanna know where you can go to what? To leverage more credit or more credit cards? I'm looking to go to a place where I can get more credit, like a line of credit. Like I want to try to get like, you know, 75 to 100,000 line of credit. Okay. Yeah. No, not, so what you might have to do is you might have to, because of the income you have coming in, you might have to apply for certain lines of credit, right? So you might have to go to, you already went to Cabbage, right? You're going to have to go right. to Funbox. You're going to have to go to Bluevine. You're going to have, like, like I was saying before, Bank of America is a good place. Who, who do you bank with right now for business? I'm actually with Chase. Chase okay. is my bank right now. Chase, Chase does have some products that you can apply for. They do like, you know, ask for a little bit more information. Um, but just, you might just have to get a few more credit cards too, because at the end of the day, what are you looking to do with that line of credit and that cash? Are you looking to invest it to buy more things or are you just looking to have it as a backup? No, like I'm looking to actually invest it. Like I want to buy, you know, some real estate and, and, and get into some other business ventures okay. with the business credit. Yeah. So, I mean, if you, you your credit sounds like it's good because, you know, you have a Chase and you have some Amex, I would say, you know, log into your American Express account, number one, and try to get at least six to eight American Express cards right on the business side. Because, you know, when was the last time you got uh, an American Express card? Man, I would say about three years ago. Oh, yeah, man. So you, sh you should log into your AmericanExpress.com, right? And apply for more business credit cards. They won't run your credit since you have a relationship with them, right? And, and, mm -hmm. and now that will give you access to more credit. When was the last time you got a Chase credit card? The one that you have? Oh, well, I got that when I opened up the account. And that was about maybe eight years ago. So, and that's a Chase Inc. card? That's the Chase Inc. card, right. That's okay, correct. Well, well, then get another Chase Inc. card since it's been that long since you got it. So now you got Chase Inc. You got you can get up to six American Express credit cards with no inquiry. You got Cabbage. You got Bluevine. 
you got Funbox. And I think, man, I think that'll be enough to get you started where it's actually giving you cash and access to credit right away. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Out, man. Appreciate you, Tony. All right, brother. Yeah, that's a lot. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, let's go to Morgan. We're going to Morgan. What's going on, Morgan? Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's going on, fellas? How y'all doing? Everything good. How are you? I'm all right. Um, just for the credit due, um, so I seen the, uh, the class that you did about the American Express cards, and I actually did it. And I got, I think, um, I got four cards that night. Um, my question is, those cards that I got, and I also have already did the um, um, Bank of America, and I got a car in Bank of America in my business name. But none of this is reporting on my NAV credit report. Like, I got the app. I downloaded the app. I paid for the service and everything. But none of it has posted. And I've had the car and the Bank of America card for over a year. The credit cards through American Express, I've only had for probably like three or four months. But I'm just trying to figure out how to close that gap. Like, I was trying to walk through all of the things that you said and, you know, crossing all my T's down my eyes. But it's something that I'm missing. Okay. So one, congrats with getting those credit cards and things like that. Um, when it comes to those, those credit cards, American Express, uh, they won't really report to Dun & Bradstreet. Those are typically going to report to Experian. Your auto, you said you got the business auto loan already too? Yeah, I got that through Bank of America. Okay. That one should, that one should be reporting to Dun & Bradstreet and Experian. Now, usually what I tell people is this. Um, when it comes to your business credit, what you want to make sure you have, you want to make sure that your state has the right information for the address, the EIN with the, with the IRS, um, your bank account, and then with all the credit cards, the Dun & Bradstreet, Experian business, and then also your auto loan. You want to make sure everything has the right address, right? Because um, if, if you don't really have a profile with Dun & Bradstreet or any of the business credit bureaus set up, with the current business address and it's an old one, a lot of the times it won't catch. You know what I mean? So what you wanna do is just revisit all of the accounts that you have on the business, make sure they all have the current address, especially it should be a business address um, if you don't have a virtual office, whatever the case is. Um, and then just contact each of those credit cards and the auto loan and everything and say, hey, listen, you know, I've had this account for X amount of time and it's not reporting. But what you also want to do is you also want to make sure that you're still building the net 30s, the gas cards, you know, the staples, the Amazon, things like that. Because a lot of the times, even if you have if you don't have enough accounts, a lot of the times it also won't report your credit score on the business side either. So start pumping up your business credit with more than with just with more than just those accounts and see what difference it makes in 60 to 90 days. OK, I haven't I haven't done the net 30. Um, I, uh, somebody just told me to do that as well yeah. but so that that i haven't did the rest of it i've done but okay, okay. thank you no problem man appreciate you morgan yeah and if anybody's asking ey university that's the zoom people that have access to the zoom same people that like that's how you see on market mondays too that's the people that have the zoom access let's go to natalie natalie what's going on unmute yourself you've been unmuted what's up hey fellas what's, what's going on i appreciate everybody doing? being so punctual with the calling Appreciate yeah, you. No fridge breaks, no fridge breaks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have two questions. Um, hey, <clears throat> what's up, Jose? Um, I have a question about an LLC that I have, right? Mm -hmm. I opened it up. It's almost a year old. I haven't 
used it for its intended purpose. And so I have some other business opportunities and I want to keep the age of my LLC as well as my credit card that I opened up in the LLC, even though I haven't done anything with it yet. So how do I preserve the age of the LLC as well as preserve the card that I have? Like, cause I'm coming up also on my renewal. Like, can I just change like the name and like update the info and keep it? Like, how do I do that? Yep. Um, so what you want to do is you do want to get with an attorney with that um, just to make sure that um, you're able to do it. Cause it depends. Like if you, if you have like a pizzeria and you're trying to do a consulting business, it, you might not be able to change the, the, the name of it and do the same thing. You know what I mean? So what I would say with that 100% of the time, get with an attorney that, you know, or, or LegalZoom.com, whatever the case is, and just make sure that when you're changing the name and changing the actual business of what you're going to be doing, that you're able to do it and that you're not going to get like in any type of like, you know, if, if there's a business license, you got to get whatever the case is. And that's one of the reasons why I always tell people kind of have like a blanket LLC name, like, you know, Rodriguez Management LLC. And, and you can typically do several things under that LLC and not really have to change the name. But it's like if you name your business, you know, Rodriguez Painting, but you want to do landscaping, that's kind of like where if you would have just named it Rodriguez LLC, Rodriguez Management LLC, and then DBA, Rodriguez Painting, Rodriguez Landscaping, Rodriguez whatever, you're still able to kind of do things under the same umbrella. But like I always tell people, get with an attorney because, you know, every state varies and you just never want to get hung up. And even if you got to lose the age of the account of the LLC, you, you might have to, you know what I mean? It, to, to make sure that you're, you're doing everything by the books, legit and, and within the law that you, the state that you live in. Yeah, I was worried about the NAICS code. Um, I thought if I just changed the NAICS code in the name, I could do it, but I'll research that some more. I appreciate that. Um, my other question is, so for the credit cards that we apply for, right? Um, I used um, your chips as well on um, one of our calls and I was able to get a couple of Amex cards and I got my Chase Inc. card. So that worked out beautifully, right? Um, but my question is, um, if I'm the personal guarantor, right? On these business accounts and it's not like true business credit because it's not under my EIN, right? They ran my social and it's in my business name, but I'm the PG. So... Do the same rules apply um, on these cards as your personal credit as far as like if you max out the card um, on your personal credit cards, it would harm you because the utilization um, works against you. So does, is it the same if you apply for a credit card in your business name and you're the personal guarantor? Is it those same rules or is it the business rules where utilization doesn't matter? So that's a, that's a very tricky question. Oh, Jose, Jose, who's going to meet you real quick, Nelly? Yeah. That that's a very it, it's a it really does depend because you know your your business credit utilization doesn't matter as much as your utilization in the personal side, but if you have all of your business credit cards maxed out and you're not paying your net thirties on time that is going to eventually hurt you. But if you have two or three, like, you know, I have, ma I have maxed out credit cards on the business side. That's, and, and I hide the debt. Um, and it's not going to hurt you as much when you apply for more credit cards, as long as your personal debt isn't maxed out, if you're using that as a personal guarantee. So remember, if you're always, if you're going to be using your personal credit as a guarantor for business credit, 
typically your personal credit is going to have a, a, a bigger factor on your approval than anything on the business side. So even if you don't have the income, the business credit score, the age, whatever the case is, as long as your personal credit's on point, that will typically be good. But if you do max out the business side as well, it typically is not going to hurt you as much as if you had maxed out credit cards on the personal side, if that answers your question. Okay, Natalie. Hopefully that did. Hopefully that did. Uh, real quick, we got one in the chat. Shout out to all the earners that's in the chat. We see a lot of hands. We're going to try to get to as many as possible. There was uh, somebody said, RG's having a, a mic issue, said, uh, my husband bought a car last month under a personal credit, but he wants to transfer ownership in his LLC. He has his EIN number. Uh, how can we do this uh, by transferring over? Can you do it is a question, I, I, I'm assuming. Oh, I think you got muted. My bad, guys. You guys mind oh. if I share my screen right quick and show you guys how to do that? Or do you guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Feel free. Go ahead. Okay. So what you guys are going to do, I will drop. All you got to do is search business is Bank of America. Um, Bank of America <coughs> business auto loan. Okay. So let me go ahead and share my screen. Business auto, all you got to do, business, I mean, Bank of America, business auto loan, right? This link is going to come up. I will put it in the chat section for everybody that's here, okay? Um, and if anybody wants to drop that on the YouTube channel as well. Um, but when you go here, right, all you got to do, if it's in the personal name, all you're going to do, apply now. It's a refinance. Put the loan. Is this a, is it a Bank of America auto loan? If it is, it is. If it's not, put no. Put the amount, fifty thousand dollars. The loan term, seventy two months, sixty months, whatever the case is. Do you have an online account? No. I like to continue without logging in. Put the VIN number. Look up the vehicle. Follow the directions, and boom. And you can typically refinance the car that's on your personal credit, and put it into your LLC, even if your LLC is new. Um, Bank of America will typically allow up to four auto loans per LLC. So what does that mean? They will run your, your Experian credit, right? But check it out. You will, you, you are going to run your credit anyway on the personal side to refinance it to get a lower payment. So now imagine if you have, you guys just said you guys have EYL University and Earn Your Leisure, right? That's eight LL, that's eight auto loans that you can get with Bank of America. So that is a big each. bar. I you just, I, mean? I just went through this process too. And they were trying to tell me, I won't say the dealership, but they were saying that I couldn't do that. I had to get it in, in my business name off the, like once I did it. So that's a big bar. And in addition to that, and I know you said it earlier, one of those things is, is obviously you're gonna be a personal guarantor because your business is so new, if it's so new, um, but making sure that you make your payments in your LLC's name. Because like you said, when you're trying to get a home, that debt to income ratio, you need to prove that, hey, they're gonna look at that loan, that loan amount, they're gonna count it towards your debt to income. If you can prove that your business is paying for it, like. You said it earlier, I just want to reiterate it. It wipes it away. It doesn't count towards your debt to income. So make sure that when you get it in the LLC's name, make sure the payments consistently are coming from the LLC. And then when it's time to, if you're got, trying to get a home or get a mortgage, you can show those payments and have that payment history to prove that it's not really a part of your debt to income, your personal debt to income. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's go to uh, Franklin. We come to you, Franklin. What's going on? Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's, what's up? Hey, how you guys doing? Uh, appreciate 
everything y'all doing for the culture and Jose, fellow uh, service member as well. So appreciate all the game you're giving out. I got a question as far as like trying to begin the process for getting business credit. So like I said, I'm in the military, excellent credit score. I checked my Amex uh, cards to see how much spending power I had and it was over six figures. I know you mentioned that um, like with all the financial uh, literacy education that we're doing and stuff, that is something you could potentially start an LLC for if you going to conferences and spending money that way. Can you elaborate that on, elaborate that on a little bit? Yep. So one of the one of the biggest things that people fall into debt with, and you notice it with people student loans, right? What are they doing? They're 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 going into debt because they are spending money on education to ultimately either get them a job or start a business and things like that, right? Well, you could kind of do that with an LLC too. And that's why I always say, check with your accountant, check with an attorney, right? Uh, just to make sure that you guys are doing everything in the legal parameters. The thing is, if I own a business right now, if I have a business credit card and if I'm going to earn your leisure's event and I put the airfare, the hotel, Uber, the actual price of the ticket, I can put that on an LLC on, a, on my business credit card and then it becomes a write-off, right? Now, here's the thing. A lot of people that don't have a business are like, oh, I can't really start a business yet because I'm going to go to this event first and see if, if that's even worth it, right? Well, why not do that now? And the thing is, that's where your umbrella LLC comes in, you know, Solano Management LLC, right? And you can put consulting, you can put, you know, marketing, you know, whatever. And that's why I always say check with an accountant and an attorney to make sure you guys are doing it right. The thing is, is now, anytime you travel, anytime you go to an event, networking event, whatever the case is, that becomes a write-off because you're trying to educate yourself into becoming an entrepreneurship. But a lot of people think that you have to actually have that perfect LLC set up before you can do that. And just think backwards a little bit as if like when people go to school and they get school loans to get the education, think of it the same way. You're opening up an LLC to put everything under the business credit to eventually learn how to do business, to learn how to do, you know, QuickBooks and bookkeeping and, you know, all that good stuff that an LLC and a business does. And that's how it could become a true write-off because you can write off mileage, you can write off airfare, you know, gas, education, and things like that. And next thing you know, your business might not be making money right now, but guess what? When you have that great business idea and it does kick off, you have all the business credit, you have the education, you have everything already set up. So you're ahead of, you're ahead of the game a lot. No, that's perfect. I appreciate that you, you answered my question. Thank you. Appreciate you, Franklin. All right, let's let's go. Let's let's do this. Let's go to Didi. We coming to you, Didi. What's going on? Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. Hey guys, good evening. Um, I knew you were gonna call me as soon as I flipped over to my notes to take down notes on what Jose was just saying. <laughs> Perfect timing. Um, it's a pleasure to be here. I'm excited um, at what you guys are doing as always. I'm very impressed. Very appreciative. Um, like the other caller, you guys have really given me a community space. Um, I was in nonprofits teaching financial literacy about 10 years ago, and I felt like we were the only ones there. So it's a relief to see you guys taking this charge and everyone's so excited. But I did want to um, ask about, I know with personal credit, when you submit applications within a certain time frame, it counts as one inquiry. Is it the same with the business accounts and the loans? Like, is it different? Like business credit applications are in one category and business loan applications are in another or it doesn't matter? Like, how does that work? It's a great question. Uh, I love these type of questions because it gets my brain thinking, right? And it gets your, obviously your brain is working. So just so you guys know, right? 
Um, any auto loan, uh, personal loan, mortgage inquiry, right? Anything that has the word loan on it, L-O-A-N, anything that has associated with the loan, it, anything that's typically done within the same category within 30 days, uh, 30 to 45 days will typically be counted as one. So if you're going for several lines of credit or if you're going for several business auto loan, uh, bank account, um, business auto loans, or if you're going for hard money with the lender, whatever the case is, typically anything within that same category, right? That auto loan or that business auto loan or that business, you know, line of credit loan, whatever the case is, yes, it will typically count as one, okay? If it's done within that period. Now, a business credit card is going to work the same way as a personal credit card. So if you're applying for Chase, which runs your Experian personal, American Express personal, right? Cabbage personal, right? That doesn't count as three. It only counts as really, I mean, it doesn't count as, um, that's going to count as three separate ones. I'm sorry, because you have your American Express, you have your Chase, and you have your Cabbage, right? So that's three separate auto loan, three separate inquiries, Okay. Cause so every single credit card inquiry, no matter if it's personal or business is going to count as one, but any a, a loan inquiry in the same category within 30 to 45 days is going to count as one. So you, even, even when an auto loan company that you, you know, you go to the dealership and they run your credit 10 times, it doesn't affect your credit score 10 times. It only affects your credit score once if it's done within the same period. Okay. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you guys. No problem. Thank you, Didi. You see, I get back to my notes. I appreciate you. All right, let's let's go to uh, Christian. We come to you. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's going on, Christian? Hey, how you guys doing? Um, Christian here. Um, quick question. Um, actually, two questions. Um, one is for Rashad, and um, so. For some of us that have been grandfathered in, we've been um, with EYL from like just before COVID. Do the rates go up for us as well, or um, does this does it change? Then no, that's, good. that's a good question. It stays the same, and that's it's like a stock. It's just, you know, people that got in early, they you know, so some people got in at ninety nine dollars for the entire year, and then every year it'll just be ninety nine dollars as long as they want to renew. So they renewed that price at ninety nine dollars. Um, so you know that's another benefit, you know, as, yeah. as, as the value goes up, as the information goes up, as more and more videos get archived, then, you know, the price changes, but whatever you, whatever you pay, you lock in at. So whatever price you got, what, what price you in at? I got in, I think at 299, something like that. Yeah. 299. So <laughs> yeah. now it's 2000 and you know, so yeah, there you have it. Good investment. Yeah, man. One of the best investments I ever made. Now, the other questions for um, Jose. Jose, I met you at EventFest. Um, I also wanted to say thank you for the credit card, um, the American Express play. I don't know if you remember, but it was like six cards that I applied for at the same time and it worked out. So awesome. shout out to you. Keep doing what you do. I have a, um, so I, I applied for a Chase card. Big mistake. And I think because um, one of my friends had told me, just do it. You get $200 off a flight. We're going to Jamaica. And and I think I used that, um, spent about a thousand on it. The, min, the limit is about two grand. And now my credit score dropped from 825 to 790. How can I fix this? Just paid off. Oh, I paid it off already. And it, it has the balance already showed on the reported zero? No, this happened like 
five or six days ago, but I was traumatized. I was like, how, how the hell you go from 825 to 790 because yep. of one stupid card that I didn't even need? I'm going to tell you why. Because the limit is 2000 Your balance is 1000 So when that balance reported, even mm -hmm. though the balance is only 1000 you're at 50% utilization yep. for that card. So Jeez. as you pay it down, uh -huh. and they were, you paid it five or six days ago, yeah. um, it, it will eventually report at zero. Now, here's the uh -huh. thing. You know now with that card, the next trip you go on, use the business Amex instead of the chase. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Never again. Never again, yeah. never again, yeah. Yeah, and even in those situations too, Jose, and you can correct me, but if he has that card, I'm sure some people are in that situation where they have a 2000 limit, before you use it again, try to reach out and maybe increase the limit, right? So the utilization rate actually goes down. So when you spend a thousand, maybe your limit has been increased to 5,000 and now the percentage is in 50, you know what I'm saying? It's like a 20. Right, and and and, and the thing is, man, um, not even only before you use the card, but if you get approved for a credit card and you say your credit score was over 800 and they only gave you $2,000, what you want to do is pick up the phone. Even if, even if your credit is subpar, meaning like 600, 620, 650, anytime you guys get approved for a credit card, call them up and say, hey, I, I got approved for a $2,000 credit card. But if you look at my credit, I have five, $10,000 limits. Is there anything you can do with increasing it right there? Because not only will it save you an inquiry, but yes, when you do use it, the utilization will be so low, it really, it really wouldn't matter. You know what I mean? So definitely try to get the limit increases sooner than later, so that way they don't run your credit again. Yeah, more trips to Jamaica, Christian. <laughs> yeah, I just want to it, man, because I don't, I just, I don't fly. Yeah, thank you. Anyway, thank you. Appreciate yeah. you. All right, cheers. All right, let's get a few more questions if we can. Let's let's do. Uh, let's go. Uh, Ralph, we coming to you. Ralph, what's going on? Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's the deal? Uh, peace, Salams. Appreciate you uh, calling me. Uh, one, I'm an EYL earner. And two, uh, I joined uh, uh, the Credit Academy about, I think, last month in February. So uh, I'm plugged in on both sides. Uh, and appreciate what you guys are doing doing for our people. Just this financial literacy is is, uh, is incredible. Uh Questions for Jose. Uh, Jose, so I, I was on the Zoom earlier today, so I'm waiting for a link to sign up with the credit coach. But while I got you on the, the business uh, side, so I have a business been around for well over 10 years now, uh, 15 years actually. And uh, I have several, just a couple business credit cards. So now this, this what I, where I hear everybody, you know, you guys and other folks on social media running all these plays on the credit cards, something that I've always shot against this got i have like two two or three credit cards like i got amex i've had for like since 2010 got a bank of america i've had probably the same length maybe, maybe slightly longer uh my my question is now i want to take it to the take this business credit to the next level and like i, I want to get the uh, uh capital one spark uh card the two percent unlimited uh but I, i'm looking to do that uh, strictly in the business name, is there a way, or, or maybe those details I have to work out when I get with the coach, but what, what's the way to do it where I'm not uh, using my personal credit? So one, I would stay away from the Capital One Spark card. If you already have several business credit cards, which, you know, it sounds like you do. The reason why is because Capital One Spark also reports to the personal side. So that, that is a good credit card if you're just starting out with building business credit and you're just starting out even with building personal credit. 
Capital One Spark is going to run all three bureaus because ca any Capital One credit card, they're going to run Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion when you get a credit card with them. Doesn't matter if it's the Capital One Quicksilver, Spark, uh, Venture, doesn't really matter. So I would stay away from them. And honestly, uh, when was the last, you said you've had your Amex since 2010? Yes, that's correct. Okay, and it's a personal or a business? No, it's business. Okay, so what you should do, log into your your American Express account online, AmericanExpress.com, not the app. Yeah. Look at whatever business credit card you want. And when you apply with them like that, because you already have a relationship with American Express, you can typically apply for all the charge cards and two more um, revolving credit cards without running your credit at all. And I think that would be a better play for you if you're worried about them running your credit. It'll still be a personal guarantee, but they're not going to do a personal credit check. Ah, got it. Got it. Okay. Got it. That, that, that makes sense. Cause the, the reason I, I want to avoid the personal now is I'm in the process of buying a house. So I don't want to keep, keep those inquiries down. So. Yep. So they won't run your credit at all, man. If you do it that way, you just got to make sure you log into your account at AmericanExpress.com, which your username and password and apply like that. And they won't ask you for your social. They just ask you for EIN business information and you'll be good to go. Got it. Hey, pre appreciate you guys help. Appreciate you, Ralph. Yes, sir. Let's get like one more. And Jose, before we get to the last question, Jose is teaching a class in a couple of weeks. So anybody that wasn't able to get their questions answered, make sure you tap into that class. And he actually teaches, I think like three or four classes. Yeah, so yeah, right. once a month. Yeah, once a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, he credit class once a month. Yeah, he's actually a, a tenured professor where he teaches a class regularly for EYL University. So this stuff. Literally, they, they, you know, get this all the time. And this is just one facet of it. We ain't talking about the real estate. We're talking about the financial plan, the book club, all that stuff. So, you know, the value, like I said, the the retail price for EY University is $2,000, but right now it's $699. So $699 is the actual price right now. Um, and that changes 48 hours. Like I said, we'll still run a sale. It'll probably be 50% off. So it'll probably be $1,000 on Friday or after Friday. But um, yeah. It's six ninety nine right now. That's what we did last time, and yeah. we we just never changed it. We just let it run for for a whole month. So, I don't know. It sounds like it's like a good deal to me. But you know, <laughs> if you're interested, uh, click the link if you wanna if you wanna be a part of it. But I mean, the information is priceless. Candice, hello, hello. I see you already there. I didn't have to tell you to unmute yourself. You you got the you got the final question. What's going on? Oh wow, that's awesome. Okay, so I joined you guys. I I can't remember back in September, I think. Um. And I started um, following you guys, uh, following Jose and um, him 500. And you guys were talking about, I, I remember trying to get credit cards and before my credit was like 590. And today I got a new score from Experian and it's 708. Congratulations. I've never been seven ever in no. my life. No, congratulations. Fires in the chat for Candace one time. <laughs> right? Congratulations. congratulations. Love it. So my question, I was I was listening to someone and they were saying there's a 24-5 rule um, because what I was trying to do the other day, I tried because my, my number, my scores had jumped up. I was trying to get um, a Sam's business card because I didn't want to start my Airbnb. And I was trying to get a Sam's business card and they I didn't get the uh, immediate approval. Um, and I still haven't gotten a letter at, you know saying why, but is it because I've already done so many credit cards? And like, I guess I got my car refied, I got, Two new credit cards and i tried to do a couple other things and i did all of that in january and february so okay. do you think 
So the 524 rule typically applies to Chase. That's the biggest one that I've seen it with, meaning that if you have like five or more open credit cards in the last 24 months, that's typically like a Chase rule. Um, but with Sam's business, did you have, you, you had to provide a personal guarantee for that? With the Sam's business? Go ahead, Candace. Um, no. So with the Sam's business, I, I tried to add in my, yeah. No, they didn't even ask me for my personal. Yeah, Sam's Club, BJ's, Costco, they should never ask you for your personal credit. So that has nothing to do with the personal credit side and has everything to do with the business credit. So build your, you know, you, you have the LLC and you, how long have you had the LLC open and everything and started building um, business credit? I've had my LLC since December. December, okay. So what you want to do is start building more business credit, right? Get nav.com business boost. That'll give you an automatic trade line for each bureau. You know, build the, the regular accounts. You line, you're, you're in EYL. So watch the videos that I did on the proper steps to building the business credit. Okay. Um, get some gas cards. Um, and then in like 60 days, go back to Sam's Club, BJ's, Costco, things like that and apply again. And you should get approved. Okay. All right. Perfect. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Candace, wow. and congratulations on that 700. That's life-changing right there. Thank you. I'm so excited. Yeah. Sure. Amazing. <laughs> Jose, always a pleasure, man. Before we go, I want to give you an opportunity to talk because I know um, a couple of people have asked, like, you know, how can they contact you or different things mm -hmm. of that nature. So can you talk about that? If they yeah, want to so work with you or what kind of services you provide, stuff like that? Yeah, no, no doubt, man. I mean, thank, thank you guys again. This is awesome. You know what I mean? Time flies when you're having fun. I didn't realize how, you know, we've been on here an hour and 40 minutes, man. And, and, and I love answering questions. This is like what I love to do. And, and as people that sit there in my program, we do this every week as well. Um, the things that we do, guys, is, is we help you with your personal and business credit. If you only want help with your personal credit, that's fine. If you want business credit help, that's fine too. Um, you know, our program is not deletion driven, meaning that you could be in our program six months, nine months, 12 months and not get any deletions. That's, that's sometimes the part of credit repair and also building your credit. But we will teach you how to either settle that account, pay it off, build new credit, whatever the case is. And our program is only $100 a month, right? You're really not going to come across a program that does your personal credit for you and teaches you our business credit and everything that we provide for $100 a month. Cancel at any time. There's no money up front. And, and that's what it is. It's $100 a month and, and you decide what you want to do. A lot of the people that have come into our program never even thought about opening a business. But through our program, we teach them the importance and the step-by-step -step guide on how to do everything from starting the LLC, getting the EIN, done in Bradstreet, everything else. And now we're empowering you to use your credit to leverage not only return on investment, but also education. So every single course that EYL has ever thrown out there, I have used a business credit card and I think it's like two of them that I haven't bought yet, like the vending course and I think the trucking course. Everything else, I've bought it because it's, there's power and education and you could use your credit for more than just buying supplies. You can use your credit to leverage more education and to help you enter rooms that you never thought possible, guys. So, you know, like I said, my program is not a three-month program, six-month. I'm not going to promise you a credit score. I'm not going to promise you any deletions but I will promise you the access to the God Credit Academy where if you do the work and we help you do the work, you have credit coaches here in the US. We have, we're gonna start doing you know, tours and things like that where we're gonna see our clients, but give me 12 months, dedicate 12 months to me and I promise that I'll change the trajectory of you 
and your life and the fa- and your family as well. There you have it. Appreciate that, Jose. And once again, Jose actually teaches monthly for EYL University. Very, very good guy. Um, actually has helped uh, family members uh, mm-hmm. out, my, my family and members out. So mm-hmm. definitely recommend him and his services for sure. And um, yeah, once again, EYL University, this is what we do every single week. Jose comes once a month, but we do everything. It's not, it's not like an investment club. It's not just real estate. It's everything, literally everything that we talk about on your leisure, everything from entrepreneurship to investing to cryptocurrency to real estate to credit to yeah. So, you know, everything. Um, and like I said, it's it's a community. So we have infinity groups inside of it. We have uh book club, movie club. Um, we got the financial planning calls and actually you get access to uh, MG, the mortgage guys, home buyers blueprint. I forgot about that. So you get access to the home buyers blueprint, which is like 10 hours of education, every single thing that you need to know that that alone is probably volume one and two volume one and two. Yeah. Everything you need to know about how to buy home, how to rehab a home. It's like 15 hours of information that's included with EYL university membership. So I mean, it's crazy. Um, so yeah, so we got the sale running six ninety nine for the entire year for 12 months. Um, and that's going to run to the end of Friday, I think. Um, so if you're interested, click the link, EYL University and sign up, man. Um, anything else you want to talk about before we head out? It's almost an hour and 50, 45 minutes. So watch the replay. The replay will be on YouTube and then we'll put it on podcast outlets for study hall. That'll be out on Friday. So if you want to listen to it in your car, check it out on Friday um, on the podcast outlets. And then this replay will be available on YouTube. Yeah. 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 Make sure when you join that we have a orientation. And so a lot of people, you know, when they, they start school, they're the new kid in on the block, they don't know where to go. And so we have orientation shout out to Jan. I know she's in here right now, uh, that she leads you through the process. Right. So we have over 150 videos archived, but the section into your interest. And so once you find your interest, not only are you gonna find videos there, but you're gonna find people who have like minds in that inside that space too. And so it's a space where you can actually ask questions and find people with similar backgrounds and similar interests. It might even be in a similar area, right? You might find people that live where you live that are, are interested in the things you are. So shout out to everybody that, that's been in our groups and uh, shout out to Jan for the orientation. Yeah, that's it. All right, guys, been real. See you on the other side. Shout out to Andre Hatchett. Appreciate you, brother. <laughs> Yo, love Thank is love, guys. y'all. Jose, appreciate you, bro. No problem. Thank you, guys. All right. Thanks to everybody for the super chats also. We didn't get a chance to read it, but it's all love. Oh, yeah? Hey, shout out to y'all.